Because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Now that you've been informed, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Welcome to What I Had Heard Was Midnight Edition. I am Jennifer. I'm Anna. And that's what an abandoned place would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Diane. Thanks, Diane. <laughs> Diane's bringing all of the uh, sound effects. <laughs> yes, we are talking about abandoned places. Did I just say that? Did I say that? No, I did. It officially, it has now been said. It's been said. I have declared. Sorry, I stole the intro. <laughs> no, I think it's great. You gotta switch it up. Keep people on their toes. Yeah, that's fine. I think people like to immerse themselves in experiences, so the sound, you know, really will resonate with our listeners. I have found that abandoned places I walk into usually sound like because they're not actually abandoned. Yeah. Like, in like the philosophical sense, you yeah. know, because you still got critters running around and like drippy noises and things, and so then your brain starts like, oh god, what was that? I don't know. Ah. So I th I feel like my abandoned place sounded a little different. So yeah, why? Yeah, why is this? <laughs> I uh, had a job one year, and I was cleaning out stuff like you know abandoned houses where people would just leave all their stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you'd go in there and have to take it all out. And you're talking like four floors of shit of people just having like stacks of stuff. Yeah. Here's a hoarder house. We want to flip this. So can you go ahead and take this out for $1,000? Nope. <laughs> I'm not even going to throw anything down your fourth floor store stairs for $1,000. <laughs> Jesus. So what kind of things did you find in these uh, abandoned houses? Weird shit. Like there was a nursery and the crib was tipped over, and I went to move a table, and there was motor oil, like a, a container of motor oil underneath. Like with the crib in the nursery? Yeah, there's a table in the nursery, and underneath the table there was like a little shelf, and there was like this big thing of motor oil. So when I moved the table, the mo motor oil drops, goes all over my bibs, my boots, and I was like, oh, fuck you, there's no way that's coming out. No. So to this day, they sit... Well, I mean, I think you could soak them in Dawn and stuff. Like, you could put a degreaser on them, but that just sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, I'm not working there anymore, so. Yeah, fair enough. I'll stick to my slippers. So, but who stores motor oil in the same room with their baby? I guess people who lose their houses. Yes. Who have that kind of stuff in their house. Yeah. yeah I don't know. There'd be holes through walls, like, just completely through. So yeah. these are people that lost their houses. I assume so. I mean, they left everything. They're flip houses. I was trying to think of what would make someone just abandon the house that right. they were living in. Because I'll tell you what, I'm going through the process of moving right now. And it is so much work. But then you look at what you have to move and you're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to buy all this shit again. So it's, I just have to do this work. So to think about leaving all of that behind, there must be some big catalyst for it. I think that they took what they wanted and basically just decided that the rest was somebody else's problem. If they couldn't have their house, then it was somebody else's problem. You don't think they needed that motor oil? <laughs> the old motor oil? Yeah. 
I was decorating my boots with it. I think your question, though, Diane, is ultimately what makes abandoned places so intriguing is the fact of what made you abandon this place? Mm-hmm. You know, like um, abandoned cities or a house or, uh, you know, a, a, like a mine or something that a lot of mm-hmm. money, a lot of effort, you know, and in houses and whatnot, um, love has been put into care, memories, etc., into these individual places that you have associations with to all of a sudden just boop and you're gone. Why? What's the reasoning? You know, and like that's the kind of stuff that is intriguing. Yeah. You know, and um, is what gives us all these, you know, history channel (laughs) uh, TV shows, you know, about um, abandoned places. I was watching a video on YouTube of a guy exploring an abandoned mansion and he was going through and looking at all the stuff. It was a gorgeous house, but the stuff that was left there, there, like a note to a child from the mother, mm-hmm. there's pictures, like somebody just walked away from that mansion and all of these really, really expensive things in there. Mm-hmm. I like, And I really wanted to know. I thought at some point in the video they were going to figure out what happened. What happened. Yeah. Uh, but no, they were like, dude was sick. The end. He's like, you don't know. Pill bottles did not indicate that he was sick and he died. Like, do some research on what he knew, man. Yeah, help a brother out. Right. Like, it's not you. You could, in this day and age of Google, <laughs> like you can find information about people and things. And he found two passports. Oh yeah. Well, so you you know the person's name right. and their picture. Like, you can track that shit down. But who leaves their passports behind? <laughs> People lose stuff like that all the time, though. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, in certain cases, these are important documents, mm-hmm. right? But I guess it, it also all depends on what is important to a person, you know? Because, like, if it's a expired passport, mm-hmm. you know, from, like, I have expired passports <laughs> in my house right now, you know? So as long as it's not the one that I need to use to get on an airplane... I mean, I care about it because I should destroy it in a proper fashion, but otherwise... Well, that's kind of my point, though. Like if you why leave it behind. Yeah, why isn't any of this stuff destroyed? Why isn't anything... Yeah. You know. Well, it could be, you know, I mean, so this guy's got a mansion, right? Yeah. Chances are he probably has another house he's living in or something. You know, so if he's at somewhere else and, like, you know, something happened to him, yeah. then... All your stuff's there. I mean, think about right now. If you were to walk out of your house to go to the grocery store, you get hit by a car, you're mm-hmm. dead, and you lived alone or whatever, and, I mean, yeah, you know, somebody comes walking into your house, what are they going to find? Because mm-hmm. yeah. it looks like you walked away. Yeah. You know, and you're going to, they're going to find important things to you, but they're also going to find some weird-ass shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's anybody walks into my house and be like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? I trust you guys to get rid of anything incriminating. See? It, it, that's a lot of trust. <laughs> we could be in the same car. You know? Uh, that's true. We could be going to the grocery store. Well, Diane. I got you. Yep. <laughs> got you. I think you two are hitting on the two biggest reasons that I found that things, that places are abandoned. One is the economic 
like an economic downturn, whether it's like for a whole city or town or area or, uh, you know, a person mm-hmm. or a population dies out or a person dies. Those are, those seem to be like two of the biggest reasons that something is abandoned. I wondered in that particular instance if it was a situation where the kids didn't get along with the parents and so the parents passed away they were like I don't want anything to do with any of that shit mm. that could happen as well yeah yeah, yeah I, I really like all the um, oh I was thinking of it before I go off into another tangent Diane I would say uh, natural disaster mm. would also be another economic you know like like Pompeii for example, you know, this big volcano happened, etc. Everybody, you know, got covered in soot. And from that, though, because everything was pretty much frozen in time, is why we know so much about that time period. I mean, we know a lot about that time period, but uh, a lot of details about normal people, as opposed to just the rich folks who lived up in the houses and, you know, right. carved, carved their names on staleys and, you know, whatever else they rich Romans did but and there were and there's sinkholes and stuff that made people have to move entirely and just leave right, right. areas behind yeah um oh and but my personal favorite which sounds weird me saying this but Chernobyl yeah yeah you know that <laughs> that big nuclear disaster that uh the everybody had to just evacuate from the town and so now they're actually starting to be able to go back um because the radiation levels quote unquote are supposed to be safe mm-hmm. you know it's oh it's a safe level of radiation it's like it's I like when the fda says oh it's a safe level of rat turds in your food it's okay i thought it was like 500 years before anybody would be able to inhabit that land uh, I had not heard that, but I feel like it should be a lot longer than what it currently is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, they're still not letting people live in certain spots. You know, like the closer you get, mm-hmm. it just, you know, you're allowed to actually go on. You know, so they have like driving tours. So as long as you don't stop, like you can drive through. Oh, I see. You know, that kind of a thing. Um, but uh, but it's fa- it's fantastic because... The scientists are studying how Mother Nature has taken back over mm-hmm. the land, you know, and how things have decayed, etc. And I remember seeing a program one time. I should have looked up the name of it. Fail on my part. Um, but it was just uh, what happens if all of a sudden, boop, humans are gone, mm-hmm. right? And then how long it takes for things to decay, you know? So, like, because there's certain things that are uh, run by computers that are automatic, you know, like uh, street lights and the electrical grid and uh, pumps at a water dam and stuff, you know. So how long does it take for, um, you know, your your lawn to grow and <laughs> and animals to come back in and, you know, the infrastructure of a concrete bridge to decay, you know. There is a show also, and it may be the same one, that talks about how things changed over the year of pandemic when people weren't out destroying things. Oh, cool. And it is really good, and it is intense to find out how fast nature was like, you guys can fuck right off, take several seats, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to get back our stuff. Unfortunately, we all came out of hibernation, and 
Well, I mean, that's why whenever anybody's yelling like, oh, we have to save the planet, it's like, no, no. The planet will be fine. The planet will go on doing what it's doing. We're saving our own asses mm-hmm. because we are the fragile human beings that could only live within certain degrees of temperature where animals can, you know, certain animals and bugs and birds and things like that can, you know, they are far more equipped to handle being in the elements than we are. I read that the white rhino is now extinct. It survived, you know, like dinosaur times and everything and just couldn't survive humans. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. I also saw a lion in a tree and it made me decide that I never want to walk around in any place inhabited by lions because I don't want a lion to fall out of the tree onto me. I feel like if you're in a place that's inhabited by lions, there are far other things to be worried about. <laughs> I got bear problems. Yeah, you got bear and alligator. I can't even. I feel like I can't even unpack that, Jennifer. Like, <laughs> like it's not like it's just going to like be napping up in a tree and roll, like, have a bad dream, roll out, fall on top of you. It was like it. rolling up there. I'm going to try to find the video and I'll show you. Like it was <laughs> rolling around on the branch and I was like, oh, he's going to fall. And he was real fat. So he'd be heavy too. Yeah. Heavy with giant teeth. Plus he'd probably be mad that he fell out of the tree. Or <laughs> it could be like when we were kids and me and dad fell off the horse and I fell into dad and still cried anyway. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's like watching a Laurel and Hardy movie and like yeah and they drop a piano out of a you know third story window or something and now you're like oh my god i'm never walking down the street because a piano might fall on me <laughs> well i, I don't, feel like that's not gonna i don't know where lions live africa uh, yes okay well it depends what kind of lion if you want a mountain lion they live in like colorado <laughs> an african lion yeah just so i can be right about where they come from <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to make a little note here yep. to make sure to look in the trees for Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you want to talk about snakes in trees? Snakes mm-hmm. falling on you from a tree is far more likely to happen than a lion. I don't want anything to fall on me. Yeah, I got I have a fear of being pooped on. It's like not, by birds? It's not a fear, but it's an, it's an anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like anytime birds fly overhead, I get super tense. You think it would go in, like, your eyeball? I don't... Just in general. Like, I just... I don't want to be pooped on. I feel like I've been pooped on before, but I might not have. I don't know. I mean, I've... I I don't really have a problem with poop in the fact that, like, I'll talk about it. Yes, like, I'll will. clean it up. Like, I've worked in... The, I've worked at the zoo and in horse stables and, you know, cats and dogs and all that. Like, so, I don't know. There's just something about... I it just feels like, like a huge fuck you. You know, it's like, I'm just going to poop on you. Yeah. I think maybe that's it. You know, another thing was there was a zoo and I can't remember where it was, but because the pandemic and things were abandoned, Mm. the uh, rate of newborns, animals went up like 35, 40 percent during that time. Yeah, because people weren't walking around staring at them all the time. They Mm. didn't have performance anxiety. We're trying to fuck. Leave us alone. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I get you. (laughs) Yeah, I think there are a lot of things that in terms of temporary abandonment during the pandemic that we can see right now. But plus, if you're talking about history, Mm -hmm. historically, all these places that are 
ghost towns. What's your favorite uh, abandoned place, Diane? Native American or indigenous people, their uh, structures. Okay. That because they their towns and structures and um, the evidence of them being there is abandoned for different reasons. And I also think that just the evidence of their culture is so interesting. And so it's either because their populations died out or they were killed or they moved because they didn't want to be um, sedentary. Is that a word? Sedentary? Oh, that's not Sedentary. Sedentary. Sedentary is a word. Sedentary, I don't think is. It can be now it if you want. Now, bitches. <laughs> there we go. Uh, like they were gonna, they would move. They just decided that that place was no longer fertile, or we're, we're gonna move with their cattle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, or they got pushed out. Or they got pushed out. Their land got taken. What? What part of history is this that I do not know? <laughs> right. So. Yeah. I just always have found that fascinating even from when I was a little kid. Very cool. Did you go um, searching for like arrowheads and stuff? Were you were you looking uh, for artif- artifacts? You know, I don't think I was ever in a position to do that. When I was little we found arrowheads and like little pots digging around to plant flowers and stuff. Like at your house? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you still have them? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was over that. I don't have anything from years ago other than, you know, my kids and probably a couple t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, really. I exactly. Mean, it boils down to it. Jennifer, do you have a favorite abandoned place? A, I also think Chernobyl is very interesting. I definitely do not think that people should be going back. Probably shouldn't even be riding through it. But at the same time, we have, uh, I do, actually, Fordlandia, Brazil. Have you heard about this? Nope. Oh, this is so great. So Henry Ford decided that rubber was very expensive at the time. Oh, yeah. He decided he was going to bypass that as an issue and move, make a town in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And he named it Fordlandia. Uh Uh-huh. And I believe he spent $20 million at the time to build it. I think it had a hospital. Like, it had everything. The only problem is he was trying to bring Western culture there, and the workers weren't having it. So it was an epic fail, and I believe he ended, ended up selling it back to Brazil for $5 million Or, yeah, he may have paid $25 million. He lost about $20 million on that. Never did him any good because then they developed the artificial rubber. Mm-hmm. He also yeah, because... Sorry. Sorry. No, I was just going to say he also destroyed tons of rubber trees out there and destroyed land. He was trying to, from what I had heard, he was trying to like make them work nine to five. But mm-hmm. when you're out in the fields of Brazil or, you know, what whatever the land is like there you have to work in the morning then take a break in the hot afternoon sun and then work in the evening when it's cooler so you can't make them do that 
Right. And he was also a vegetarian, so he didn't want them to eat any. Like, he had, like, a cafeteria on site, and he didn't want them to eat any meat. And Brazil's um, known for its cattle. Like, it's known for its beef. And he didn't want them to drink. He would, like, very... Um, that might be Argentina. I'm sorry. Anyway. But still, I mean, you can't... They're, they're, I don't know. I just feel like you can't impress those sorts of your own... It's like impressing your own beliefs on a whole culture. Yep. Um, Although Americans tend to do that. Well, Ugh. white people tend to do that. Yeah, that's fair. And especially white Christians <laughs> tend to do that a super lot with missionaries, you know, with right. the different kind of stuff. They go into and say, your ways are wrong. The only right way is the way we do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was the, uh, which, you know, how it kind of has gone for a while. Um have you accepted Guy Fieri as your Lord and Savior? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the little blonde guy's name, but... So, say what you will about his uh, personal practices and whatnot, but uh, Genghis Khan and the Mongols, actually, they ruled most of Asia. Like, think how big Asia is. Like, from China... All the way, northern India, southern Russia, over to Europe, part of northern Africa, was all under one single rule of a, of a, uh, of a culture that thrived off of horseback, uh, nomads, and war, basically. But yeah. the reason why th- they were able to rule such a vast wide expansive area of people and who I mean think about it all the different religions all the different um, uh, languages all the different cultures that were all ruled by this one person was done because he let them do the things that they normally did Mm -hmm. they were still allowed to have their culture have their religion perform their jobs the way they normally perform them, they just had to basically pay taxes. The only thing I know about him is dude really liked to fuck. Well, who doesn't? I mean, like, he really... He had, like, five billion kids. He didn't have five billion kids. It could have been 4.9, but, I mean... <laughs> he didn't have five billion kids. Now, the Mongols themselves, in general, because they, they, they covered such a long, uh, a wide, expansive area... Uh, they procreated in his name, so to speak. Um, so his DNA is still around and very prevalent, <laughs> you know, if anybody wants to hop on any one of those, you know, ancestry sites. But um, but the thing was is that he then also, the, the people who ruled also would then say, hey, you know what, I like that about your religion, I'm going to adopt that myself. Hey, you know what, I like, I like that about your industry, I'm going to adopt that myself. And... They took it upon themselves to learn and grow and be flexible and advance. And that's why they were able to rule for such a, a large, expansive area. Now, it didn't last very long <laughs> uh, because when he died, he willed everything to his sons. And then his sons fought over everything and divided everything up and, you know, blah, 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 life happens, technology. But ultimately... <laughs> the reason why business was so good for him because he didn't impose his beliefs on anybody else. Other than the fact of, you know, 
you have to pay me taxes and do what I say, otherwise they will come down and slaughter you. But you can still live your life the way you wanted to, we just want the taxes. So, um, so yeah. If Ford would have gone down, <laughs> you know, and said, hey, do what you want to do, we just need this, I'm going to make it profitable for you and beneficial for you. Yeah, and then you, you don't have to lose $20 million to Brazil. Yeah. Well, and obviously what I'm saying is a fantastically oversimplification of world economics and how to whatever, but I just feel like uh, religion is a bad thing, is bad for business. I feel like now I know everything about <laughs> economics <laughs> and Genghis Khan. See the things you can learn on this show? There you go. At least things we've heard, you know. <laughs> Some of them have been corroborated. Just check oh. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> well. While you check Wikipedia. <laughs> Which is also an information site based off of what other people have heard. I mean, it has been corroborated in some fashion, but... Maybe we're just like the oral Wikipedia. The more fun oral Wikipedia. Hi. Well... I don't know if I've brought this up in our podcast or not, but the way people communicate over the past however long people have been alive um, has gone from oral traditions to written traditions to visual traditions like, um, uh, well, you know, books and then magazines and newspapers and then you have the radio and then television and movies, and now we're back to oral traditions mm-hmm. <laughs> on the radio. Like, podcasts are so uh, popular now. People just want to hear stories, want to hear people talk about other stuff. And so I think it's fantastic that, you know, we're coming back around to, you know, people just want stories. Mm-hmm. What is old is new again. As always. Speaking of what is old is new again. Reach a higher level of self. Find balance and calm. Become woke. With the teachings of Tate Fromage, your mind and body will meld on a spiritual level like hot, melty cheese. Once you complete our 20-week course, you will become stronger in your sense of purpose and lighter in your pocket. Go to our website to unlock the secrets to eternal happiness at wihhw.com slash fromage. You are a mere step away from starting a lifelong journey toward the ultimate fondue. about Fordlandia and the way that I think that it was abandoned because its purpose was no longer relevant. Right? Right. And so there are other abandoned places, like we talked about the mines, the gold mines. Mm-hmm. So their purpose was no longer relevant and that's why like the towns and the ma- and the towns that went along with the mines became abandoned. Um, but there was another one that I wanted to bring up, which is 
um, like forts for um, troops, like uh, for yeah. armies and mm-hmm. stuff. So thinking like revolutionary war forts or, I mean, even up until I'm thinking of my dad was in the military, like there are military bases now that are, you know, modern, what quote unquote modern military bases that are just completely abandoned because they just no longer serve a purpose. Those ghost hunter shows are always doing, you know, abandoned forts and stuff. And that's one of the reasons I really like those shows is because you get the right one, they'll give you the history on it. Yeah. You get to learn a little something. Or those uh, extreme homes that where people are living in old missile silos, you know, where they go like six six stories underground or some crazy shit like that. That's where you find me. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer's going to become a mole person. Have a bat room. Just sit down there with my bats. Yeah. Oh, not like flappy, flappy bats, like baseball bats. <laughs> flappy, flappy. She wants the flappy, flappy. She cares not for baseball. I don't want both of them in the same room either because I might get angry one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, if anybody has a bat flying around their house and you need to get rid of them, you need a tennis racket, not a not a bat. Oh, that's a good point. It would be harder to hit a bat with a tennis no. It'd be harder to hit a bat with a bat than a tennis racket. Yeah. That was a lot to say. <laughs> I wonder if they make, like, um, you know those slide traps that are just sticky paper? Yes. Maybe you could just get, like, very big ones of those. Oh, yeah. Like a sticky net? But if they're my pet bats, I feel like that would be just mean. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't actually want to kill it anyway. I would... Maybe a wind tunnel where you can just, like, blow in one direction to get them out the door. Oh, that's a good idea. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) It's time for you to go now. Here, I've packed you a little lunch. Here's a snack. (laughs) Have a great flight. (laughs) It's like the Jetsons. (laughs) Like, everybody's got tube technology. Yeah. (laughs) We still don't have those flying cars. No, we talked about that. We d- they, there are flying cars. They're mm-hmm. just Shit. crappy airplanes or crappy cars. Yep. <laughs> They're just not very good at... And bad boats, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, there are submersibles, but why? Why do you want that? If I ever get a bajillion dollars, or when I win the Maximilian this week... If I had a bajillion dollars... That's from uh, Fiddler on the Roof, right? <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to Broadway. Oh, Tevia. If I was a bajillionaire. What would you do? If Really, if you want to. Oh. I mean, Anna plays the lottery pretty often, right? Do you mind that I share that? No, not at all. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it. That's her retirement plan. That's also my retirement plan. Somebody I know to win money and take care of. You just wait for other people to buy the tickets. Yeah, I'm not going to win. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. I know, right? So negative. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, if, what would if attitude what would be had on your like oh, vision board for winning the lottery? Well, I just want one of those little like submersible one-person things where you can just drive around underwater, see fish yeah. and stuff. All by yourself? Yeah. See, but I would want to point it out to somebody. Like, oh my god, did you see that? I got my phone. I'll just like 
take Man, video. You got Wi-Fi down there. What are you talking about? You don't need Wi-Fi to take video. Oh, uh, well, videos, yes, but... You can get them when I come back out of the very cold fish yeah, you know, adventure. But people never want to watch your vacation videos. Like, That's never. True. I wonder if they let me use a submersible at the aquarium. Just drive around their tanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you had if you had a bajillion dollars, they'd let you do anything you want. <laughs> That's so. right. I will donate half a bajillion if you let me pet your fish. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I, you know, I I really like that idea, but I have too much anxiety for that. Like I remember being on. There was a Disney World ride when I was really little. It was I think it was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, mm-hmm. and I remember yeah. like looking through the little bubble. And being like, I really like this, but I'm also afraid we're all going to die because we're all going to be under this. Like, we're, it's going to crack, and then we're all going to drown. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like being, I like the idea of you being on a little, like, thing under the sea, but then, like, drowning. I'm only going, like, three feet under. Like, I'm not a big risk taker. <laughs> She's not going under the sea. What, what are you going to see on, like, three feet under? Tadpoles. She's, she's going to tadpoles. You're gonna see people like swimming. Like that's you're gonna see people's feet and like band-aids. Yeah, you're gonna see knees. I'm gonna drop in the Ohio River and see where we end up. Oh, you don't. You're not gonna see shit. The Ohio River is filthy. True. (laughs) You're gonna need some bright light. Old muddy. (laughs) Well, that way, if anybody's ever down there, I can go rescue them. Oh, okay. All right. All right. See, rescue their tankles. I think they need like. Uh. <laughs> Anna's dead. Anna's just out of the stream now. I haven't heard cankles in forever. That's amazing. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like you need a personal trainer. Like my little boat. Me personally? No, harsh, no, no. Bro, harsh. Person. Oh, cankle. Per- I would never tell you you needed a personal trainer. I look at myself. I know. I know what I'm about here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had a bajillion dollars, I'd get a personal trainer and a chef, so they can cook me some delicious food. Because. I like to eat, but I hate to cook. So just make it, you know, make it for me. I like to do really then, healthy things. And then kick my ass. Yeah. You, you like to do really healthy things? Mm-hmm. Like when I sit down to eat my cheeseburger or fries, like I put on my 600-pound life so I can make sure I feel like the ultimate amount of guilt for what I'm shoving into my face. Uh, but, but why do that to yourself? <laughs> just enjoy your cheeseburger. Like mm. You would be surprised at how many people do that. Well, no, but uh, so okay. I understand it's like I make horrible eating choices. All right, I feel like that is ninety five percent of why I feel like garbage most of my life. Um, <laughs> that and probably all the chemo. But um, I feel like if you're gonna eat it though, like you either eat it or you don't. Like don't feel guilty about it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this is coming from somebody who is, like, I am steeped in guilt. Like, old-timey guilt. Like, yeah. I got, I carry that I guilt around. I got Catholic guilt. I, mm. All the guilt. Guilty, 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 guilty. I make it rain with guilt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, cut yourself I'm here to slack. tell you that I eat well. I eat, I don't eat gluten. I don't eat um, red meat. I eat very little and I and I feel like shit <laughs> <laughs> so it makes I'm, no difference I'm do whatever the fuck you want I cannot lose weight 
I, so it doesn't make any difference. So put those damn bugles on your fingers, girl. You better start fitting. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like just life's too short. And I heard something recently, and we hear it all the time, but it was like you only live once, right? And sometimes yeah. things resonate more than they have the other five billion times you've heard it. Mm-hmm. And so I really started thinking this last night. Every time I would feel guilty, I was like, you only live once, you know, fuck these people. Why do I care? Right. The thing is, I don't think that I do care. See, I think you care. About people from before? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know you were talking about a specific thing. Oh, I like think past guilt general. and stuff. You know, like, we all care. Oh, sure, I care. Yeah, I think we're just talking about. I thought you were talking to generalities, and then you're like, what, from people before? No, like, you mean Francine? <laughs> Fuck that bitch. I'm like, Fuck oh, her. well, okay. I didn't know we were talking about Francine. All right. I, I don't know some. Francine, by the way. I don't. Does anybody know Francine? I hope so. I love that name. That's Fra- a great name. Francine's That's family. Roger and Francine mm-hmm. from uh, American Dad. Right. Yeah, that's that. That's the only Francine I know. Huh. No, I agree. I think I think we uh, we just need to enjoy our lives, and we need to take care of ourselves physically and mentally. However, that works best for both. Well, not both of us. There's three of us on this call. All both three so, of us. All both three of us. Mm-hmm. And our listeners. And our listeners. And all three of them. <laughs> and all three of them. <laughs> all both three of them. <laughs> we decided to make sure we don't tell the audience that me and Diane are the only two. Li- oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that actually listen? I kid. <laughs> no, no, no. We know we've got... We've got good fans. We've got good listeners. Absolutely. We have a great community. Amen. <laughs> so getting back to abandoned places real quick. Um, the thing I really find fascinating is when they find places that have been sealed up, like time capsules mm-hmm. kind of things, where you know people have left for certain reasons, and then you get this like very personal, detailed look into people's lives. You know, like there's this uh, article that's been going around for years and years now about this lady who had an apartment in Paris, had to leave because of the war. It all got closed up. She never returned for whatever reason. And um, but the her bills were still being paid because it was as part of a trust or a foundation or, you know, super rich. Right. And then eventually it was opened and it was like this turn of the century time capsule, you know, and it's that kind of stuff that I find fascinating because you get to like be a voyeur Mm -hmm. you know into somebody else's life which I think is probably one of the reasons why I really like reality TV shows you know because you just get to sit there and just stare at people and watch how they live their lives and you say why why do you do that (laughs) why do you do that why do you have frenemies why do you do that (laughs) why are you flipping a table and yelling at people about China (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's fascinating, you know, so, um, Pompeii, you know, we mentioned earlier, you know, that kind of thing is, it brings such a very human, relatable element to an inanimate object. Right. You know, a a house, a car, uh, whatever, for whatever reason. 
puts the human element back into it. You get to see a little clip of who this person was. and Right. You know, when people walk out of these abandoned places, they don't think about it, but there is a last time that somebody walks out of everywhere and it was abandoned. Right. So you wonder if at the time they knew that was going to be it. Right. And then, and then it makes you think about your own mortality and your own death and, you know, all these kind of feelings and stuff. And so, which is why a lot of those places can be creepy and very unnerving to people uh, because it just, it's like, well, is this what it's going to be like when I'm gone? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all the things that I love and care about just going to be forgotten and gather dust and, you know. The answer is yes. <laughs> Unless you're white and rich and a man. <laughs> that makes you really want to appreciate what you've got now. Yeah. And you're makes you really want to live your life now. Take care of yourself. Exactly. Since, exactly. Since you said it, I will do it. <laughs> well, damn. Good. I wish everything was that easy. Right? Just now I'm addicted to exercise. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Diane's pretty magic, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I forget magic in the air. Right. Was I close? Was I close? I have no idea, which is why I did not open my mouth. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Bruno Mars, but I probably wasn't even close to the actual tune. Hey, Bruno, let us know what you think. Please don't sue us for singing your songs without permission. I was singing with you, not at you. <laughs> Buffer it off if he wants to sue us. What? No. He's nice. He won't do that. Okay. Well, don't tell him to fuck off. If he sues us. Oh, yeah. Fair. He wouldn't be nice if he sues us. Lame. <laughs> so speaking of taking care of yourselves, we at what I had heard was the podcast are going to start wrapping up this season and we're going to take a short break and take care of ourselves and our mental health and our physical health and we're going to rest a little bit basically it's summer vacation we want to be bob pool you know we love you all we hope you are all bob pools as well and we hope that you're taking time for your mental health and your physical health time for you to rejuvenate because you're no good to anybody else if you're not good for yourself so true so so true But while we're on a break, you can still reach us by our social media accounts or our email at whatihadheardwas at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagrams or the Twitters or Facebook and, uh, you know, share some dank memes with us. Uh, I'm pretty sure people still say that, right? I don't know. TikTok? TikTok! I can't say that I manage that particular account too well anymore. You can go back and listen to our previous episodes and (laughs) give us some feedback on those if you want to. Take our survey. Give us some ideas. There's still so many ways you can interact with your what I had heard was family. Uh, We have not abandoned you at all whatsoever. Uh, We're just uh, going on vacay. Yeah. We're not like you guys are not like these abandoned places. We will return. Yeah. To cuddle with you. And snuggle in a purely platonic way. I'll be Big Spoon, and it won't be creepy. You'll just feel like, aw, teddy bear. (laughs) It'll be nice. Absolutely. So, yeah. We hope uh, 
you guys all have a wonderful uh, break as well. Uh, binge your episodes if you want to, if you still need our dulcet voices in your lives. Just do it no matter what. Yeah. Tell your friends. <laughs> and we'll be back soon um, with bigger, better uh, material. And uh, yeah. Tell your mom. Definitely tell your mom. Bring your mom. Tell your grandma. Graham's will dig on it. Yep. So anyway, uh, hey, it would really help us if you guys would jump on over to Apple and leave us a review and a rating. That'd be great. It really helps the show. Uh, and I guess with that, what I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you soon. <laughs>